So, Roger Shanahan, Julie Bishop starts her visit to Tehran on Saturday. Uh, why is she going? Well, my understanding is there was a general invitation um, offered by the Iranian foreign minister, and uh, she's the foreign minister has decided to um, add this to uh, a European leg of her visit, and it's an opportune time to discuss some issues of domestic importance to Australia, and the timing is also prescient. Um, following the establishment of the framework agreement for uh, the nuclear issue. Well, we'll get back to the nuclear issue in a moment, but firstly, let me ask you what, what's going to be at the top of Bishop's agenda for this uh, trip? Say the, the top three items. Well, it's probably, um, as has been reported in, uh, in the press, uh, it appears it's, there's domestic issues, um, particularly the issue of uh, failed asylum seekers in Australia, um, is going to be one of the issues that she will raise. The other issue that she's going to raise um, is the fact that Australia's got troops committed to supporting the government of Iraq and uh, Iran has very close relations with the uh, Iraqi government. So I think there will also be some messaging just to explain Australia's position with respect to um, Iraq and exactly what um, our troops are going to be doing there, just so there are no uh, misunderstandings. And I think, obviously, um, the third issue is going to be related around security, uh, related stuff, probably just getting an understanding from the Iranians how they see uh, the security situation, and also perhaps getting an understanding from the Iranians as to um, how they see the uh, framework agreement and what um, they're looking to establish in terms of the uh, more specific um, arrangements for the agreement that have to be arrived at by the end of June. So this issue around the operation in Iraq, that's delicate, right, in the sense that although obviously the Iranians are very much involved, allied with the with the Iraqi government, uh, Julie Bishop can't create an impression that there's, that there's real co-op, military cooperation going on directly between us uh, and, by extension, the Americans uh, with Iran. Yeah, certainly. I think the uh, nature of the military commitment that Australia has got, they're in Taji, they're um, in an Iraqi military base, they're down to be um, instructing uh, Iraqi government forces, not uh, militia forces, um, and they're not going outside the base, they're not conducting uh, or assisting in the conduct of operations where they uh, would most likely come into contact with Iranian-backed uh, Iraqi militias. Well, what about the air operations, though? Uh, again, um, our understanding is they're not providing, uh, or Australian forces haven't been providing close air support um, to Iraqi forces, um, and because they're not providing close air support, that takes you out of um, the possibility of providing direct support or having people claim that you're providing direct support to the Iraqi militias. Um, they're attacking uh, targets on a targeting list, uh, as are the other countries, so uh, while they're supporting the uh, general um, war effort on the part on uh, in support of the Iraqi government, and that ultimately um, supports um, Iran's interests because they're the same as our interests in many ways in Iraq. You can't say that they're directly supporting uh, the militia forces. Okay, so you said that the timing is good in the sense that uh, we've just had a big announcement about. Uh, the the uh, P5 plus one working towards uh, an agreement with Iran on Iran's nuclear program. So 
Do you expect that Julie Bishop would be carrying messages from the US and maybe Brussels on that? Or what's her role in this, if any? No, I think it's more a prescient timing, but uh, because these negotiations have been going for so long uh, and with the uh, Americans for even longer than that, with the secret um, talks um, brokered by Oman, there's very um, good people-to-people links uh, that have been established over those uh, months and years. So I don't think the idea of an interlocutor um, that Australia may have been able to play in the past um, or a visit like this may have given uh, the foreign minister the ability to uh, to do. I don't think that's really needed anymore. So I don't think she's going to be taking any particular messages other than there's a general sense of uh, support for the direction uh, that the talks have gone and probably uh, encouragement uh, to get some to put some meat on the bones of this framework agreement so that there is a substantive um, agreement arrived at by the end of June. Now, a couple of weeks ago, you wrote an op-ed in which you referred to the economic doors that might open up here in Iran for Australia in light of the generally improved relations between Iran and the West and the possibility of um, sanctions being removed. Yeah, I think um, people need to um, be aware that when sanctions are going to be removed, one of the sticking points is Iran wants the sanctions to be removed um, totally at the same time. Practically, I don't think that could occur um, and politically, uh, the US and P5 plus one are looking for a more graduated uh, lifting of sanctions, so they're tied to uh, achievements on the part of Iran. Uh, regardless, if there is an agreement, sanctions are going to be, there's going to be sanctions relief. Once there's sanctions relief, there are economic opportunities that will be presented. Iran's a market of 75 million people, it's got an active middle class, it's got a creaky infrastructure. Um, Australia has very little trade with Iran, but it used to be a significant trading partner um, years ago. Some of the advantages, or probably the two advantages that Australia uh, has got is one, we've uh, had diplomatic representation through um, uh, throughout that period, and that's noted by the Iranians. The other issue is it's been over a decade since an Australian foreign minister has visited Iran. So the fact that we have ongoing diplomatic relations with Iran, the fact that very shortly after uh, this framework agreement has been agreed to, we're sending a very senior minister to Iran. That too will be noted. So while in um, diplomacy there's substance and there's symbolism, and I think uh, the foreign minister's visit will be quite heavy on symbolism, and again, in that diplomatic world, sometimes symbolism can lead to some substantive outcomes further down the track, and I think... um, Possibly when companies are looking to um, operate in Iran or where the government needs to establish um, links with Iran with a view to export markets further down the track, then both our ongoing diplomatic representation and Julie Bishop's um, uh, visit so soon after this framework agreement uh, has been established, I think those two things will be noted. Mm. Roger, thanks for your time. My pleasure.